Christmas, copywriters. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a while since you've heard from us because we, like many of you, of you are experiencing the madness of deadlines before Christmas. So... In this episode, we're getting a bit loose. We're talking about our plans for Christmas, sharing some exciting news about the Mastermind opening up in 2020. So let's dig in. Hello and welcome to the Hot Copy Podcast, a podcast for copywriters all about copywriting. Yes, my name is Belinda Weaver. I'm a copywriter. My business is Copyright Matters and I have a popular copywriting course called the Copywriting Masterclass. And I love Christmas. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I feel like Scrooge to your Pratchett, Bob Pratchett or whatever he's called. Hi, my name's Kate Toon. I'm the founder of the Clever Copywriting School, Australia's premier copywriting conference, CopyCon. And I also run the Recipe for SEO Success, an online learning hub teaching small business owners how to grapple the Google beasts. I love mm. that. Merry Christmas! <laughs> I am not joking when I say that I love Christmas. And I mean, I have to, before we get stuck in, I always have a, you know, a family rule. We didn't put decorations up before it actually hit December. But over here in the States, Thanksgiving comes at the end of November. And once that's out of the way, it's, it's all on for Christmas. So I actually have my decorations up before the end of November this year. Who even are you? It's well, here, as soon as they clear out the pumpkins after Halloween, then in comes Christmas. And I think they've probably already got Easter eggs in Coles right now. Oh. Um, it's can- ridiculous. But yeah, we have our tree up. Um, we'll be roasting our chestnuts and all that kind of stuff. It's not Christmassy here, though. It's too hot. It's, you know, it's ridiculous. Well, I always find it a bit tough to be in cold climates because I've grown up with a hot Christmas. So there I always find we're it a bit sad. Where we're both struggling. Yeah, I don't. I, I find it really hard to be Christmassy. But then that said, I went home to England for Christmas last year and it was absolutely effing freezing and miserable. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm going to be happy with now. I just get on with whatever I get on. Never happy we are. No. Oh, but, but today we're going to talk about kind of what we're doing over Christmas, what we're doing in 2020. And we have got big plans for 2020, haven't we, Kate? Yes, we do, because we're talking about our hot copy mastermind, which I'm so excited to speak to you all about. But first, let's talk about Christmas. Look, for most copywriters, it is a great time to take a break as our clients are on holidays. But also, it's a good time to work through as our clients are on holidays. So I find that many of the people in my little gang are using this time to maybe work on their business rather than in or the other way around. I never know which is which. So maybe, you know, they don't have any clients calling. They don't have any client work. They've wrapped up deadlines. And this is a little bit of time to maybe think about how they want to market themselves in 2020, how they want to position themselves, you know, maybe write some social media posts or blog posts and things like that, which you kind of really never get to do when you're in full flow work. Mm. So yeah, it's tricky. What are you doing? Are you taking time off or are you working? Oh, I'm working through. I'm going to try and strike this magical balance of having oh, quite <laughs> I'm going to try, but, but I am working through basically because we've got the mastermind in January. So we have got a lot to do, but I'm also, I planned a huge January for members of my confident copywriting group and I'm going to be launching some new stuff. So, so I'm going to try and strike this balance between having time where I'm just going to 
hardcore create and then have some time with everyone because I don't want that kind of feeling that I'm working a little bit all the time. I want these kind of, I'm going to try and have these clear windows where I'm like, right, I'm working hard now and then I'm taking the rest of the day off. So it feels like I've had a break because I'm pooped. Yes, I am pooped too. I'm really out of energy. So obviously like you, we're both going to be working on the mastermind and we've got a lot of planning that we want to do on that. My my copywriting group uh, reopens for new members in, in January, as does my other coaching group, the Digital MasterChef. So oh, nice. I know both. So I've got two memberships now, which is ridiculous. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and then also I'm trying to rework through all the stuff for the recipe for SEO success from the start of the first funnel all the way through to every module of the course is getting a refresh. And I've given myself till April to do that. And the big recipe course won't launch again until then. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of writing and research and videos. And that time will go like that. But I am pooped and I really don't have the brain space to do any of that before Christmas. So actually what I'm going to use my Christmas time for is... I'm going to try and get up super early, like you're planning to maybe, maybe get up at six o'clock, five o'clock, spend three hours working on my next book, uh, which is called um, Be More Shark, and then be free to spend time with the family. Yeah. So I'm really going to try and get ahead on, on the book because it's just so hard to switch from client copywriting, uh, creating member content and things like that to writing a book yes. in an average day. Like I just can't do it. So I think if I don't get a head start on it over Christmas, I'll be doomed. So, yeah, yeah, I that's think that's plan. a really good plan. And I think having those windows where you can then say, now I'm going to give the rest of my day to you, dear family, yes. can help us not yes. resent, resent them. Yes, I just did say that. Resent them. For, you know, because when you're feeling really energized about a project and you really want to get stuck into it, it's hard to then go, oh, good. Now you all want to spend time. And sometimes I yeah, just want to work. We have to, play, we have to play risk for three hours. I also think, look, it's a good balance. Like I find, um, you know, no matter how much you love or most, you know, some people don't like their family, it's, it's good to take a little break out from them. Go and maybe have a couple of hours if you can in your space, tell everybody that you're doing some work and then come back and feel, as you said, refreshed and unresentful, feeling yeah. that you've ticked something off for yourself and just yeah. having... Yes, it's sometimes it's a nice little excuse to escape for a couple oh, of hours. Oh God, Let's yes. <laughs> but you yeah. know something I've been thinking a lot of recently. Um, I listened to our podcast about you know is copywriting making you a bad parent, and mm. you dropped some really good wisdom in that where you were saying it's not the amount of time you spend, it's the quality of the time. And I've really been taking that on board recently and sort of been trying to have nice moments with my beautiful family, but I also want to get a lot done. So I'm going to be trying to strike that balance over over Christmas when everyone's home all the time. I know, I know. And also though, as your kids get older and stuff, you'll, you know, I find that my son is a bit more self-sufficient. He doesn't want me there looking dreamily into his eyes, suggesting yes. you bake ginger cookies he wants to just hang out with his friends and do his own thing and yeah you know so it's it's it does evolve as time goes on I know yours is still little but yeah I'm hoping to have a lot of fun yes well that's the other thing you know how many more Christmases is my son gonna wanna you know hang around with us when he gets to like 15 16 he's probably not going to be quite as infused so I want to take advantage of these next couple of years while I've still got him Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what about 2020? Let's, you know, have you set your intention word? Have you got a full-fledged strategy? How do you, how do you tackle <laughs> Have you met me? 
I know. I know. Um, I say I say the intention word question with my tongue firmly in cheek. Yes. Well, I know I kind of do. It's not a word, but it's a phrase. And my phrase is just keep on keeping on. Mm. Um, we've got two. We've got two or three big things next year. One of them is our mastermind, and the other is my book. Um, and that's enough. You know, yeah. like I, my long-awaited copywriting course will be around at some point, but it's not going to happen next year. Not if I want to do these other two things. I'm not putting too much pressure on myself because I just want to keep everything else I've got bobbing along, mm. you know, and and people being happy and, you know, uh, you know, maybe not losing people from my membership, you know, maybe getting a few extra ones. But yeah, I don't have anything dramatic other than Mastermind in the book. But yes, I have planned out my entire 2020 through to 2021 because oh. I've just announced the dates for CopyCon in 2021. We're having a break next year. So, and I have some pretty big speaking gigs happening in 2020. I'm going back, Yoast are flying me back to the Netherlands to speak at their conference. Nice. Um, I know, I'm excited. And then the next, so, and then after that, a couple of months later, I'm speaking at Creative North in Manchester, where I was born. So back to the motherland and doing a, a sort of little UK tour of Leeds, London, Manchester, Edinburgh, uh, doing little events with different people over there. So, and then I've also got other speaking gigs that I've been booked into, and I'm trying to kind of map my year around them. So I've got a couple in February, I've got all of April is Holland, then all of June is UK. Then I'm I'm emceeing some events, Belinda. Can you believe it? Like I know hey, you. <laughs> I know what an idiot. Um, so I've got an event in September and one in August and one in October. And then that that's my debt, my year gone because I can only really do one speaking thing a month, you know, and travel, um, you know. So and then obviously we have our fabulous retreat. I shouldn't mention that. Mm-hmm. Um, Not yet. So, nope, we'll come to that. But yes, I've mapped out the whole year. I've also, we'd be amazed, mapped out the content for both of my memberships for the entire year as well. Wow. Um, because I just find that in that, in that calendar planning and knowing that this is on this date, there is freedom in that. It doesn't sound oh, like gotcha. it is because it sounds, but I know what time I've got and what time I haven't got. And, you know, I can look at my month and go, you know, if someone asks me to do something, I can look at my month and go, you know what? I actually can't do it that month. I've already got enough in that'll have to wait till the month after. Cause I just really did overbook myself sometimes this year. And I don't want to do that in 2020. So my intention word is keep on keeping on. And my big plans are book and master mind and yes I planned my entire year so what about you how, oh, how are you gosh I love that well I'm I'm looking at my wall planner right now and so you know for anyone listening if you have events or launches that you're part of these are the things you've got to put on your calendar before the year starts because then as you said you've got to be able to figure out when you can book other things in so for my things like I've put my copywriting masterclass launches in and I'm still working on the dates because I made a few mistakes this year where you know like we're still we're wrapping up the course and it's getting really close to Christmas so I don't want to ask too much of people next December. So I'm fiddling with the dates with that and I'll relaunch my confident copywriting group and I've got something else I'm launching but um one thing I've done this year is I've actually booked in personal time as part of the planning mm. process where yeah. I've put some holidays on my calendar because there's that thing of kind of if it's on the calendar, for some reason I'm like, well, I can't disobey the gold yes. tape. <laughs> like it says we're having a holiday. So we're having a holiday. And, I um, love that. Yeah, so that's something new I've done this year. And 
you know, I sort of mentioned the kind of mistakes I made. Like I, what I, I do this kind of planning every year, but one thing I want to do better next year is making sure I'm aware of what else is going on. So I did a <laughs> my flash launch of Confident Copywriting, my membership, and I did it in on Thanksgiving week when everyone was getting a thousand Black Friday emails. I was like, hmm. So I've put some dates on my calendar, but the next step for me is to go, what else is going on? Because I tend to launch, you know, when other huge things are happening. So I want to try and not do that next year. But my my intention word, because I asked sarcastically, but of course I have an intention yeah. word as well, is scale. So, you know, Ooh came back from Hawaii all full of vim and vigour and I'm really excited about kind of getting stuck into getting reaching more people and helping more people and stuff like that. And that's actually requiring some fundamental changes to the way I deliver things, which is a bit new for me. So I like that. I want to come back to a few of the things you've said there. One of the things I've always really admired about you is that you don't look around at what everyone else is doing and you don't let that impact your confidence about what you're doing, um, which I really, really like. But I, then I, I agree with you, this kind of Black Friday was much bigger here than it has ever been before. Like really last year in Australia, no one was really talking about that, but this year it was huge. So <laughs> that's kind of an American thing. Um, so I think being aware of, you know, calendar events, you know, Easter, Valentine's Day, especially if you're a copywriter, people love like a cheesy Valentine's Day offer or an offer around Mother's Day or mm. an offer around, you know, Christmas is coming, end of financial year. As a copywriter, try and think about these times where you can kind of have some fun with your messaging and maybe package something up as an Easter offer or something like that, just to have yes. some freshness yes. in your marketing. Do look at all these kind of sales and end of year sales that happen and try and again, tie them into your marketing plan. Do look at what's happening. And I think for me is because I'm an organizer of events over here in Australia. Like I launched an event, I was going to launch an event and I put the date out to people and they were like, yeah, but this is other event in the same city at the same time. And I'm like, oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and that, so I have to think about that as well and think about your energy and you know other things that are going on in your family so I've I've put in all the all the family birthdays I've put in all school holidays mm-hmm. and this year I've been very clever around the school holidays so I am taking my son with me when I go to when I go to Holland and he's going to stay with my mum and dad and that's over a school holiday and then my husband's going to take my son to meet his father, his grandfa- granddad in France over the next school holiday. And then in the October school holiday, we're going to have a family holiday. So nice. For the first time ever, I've planned for those school holidays not to be productive periods because I am an idiot. And I always do something like launch my recipe course the week before school holidays. Yes, me too. <laughs> In the most intense few, because the first few weeks are always super intense. Everyone's got loads of questions. Everyone's super engaged. Everyone's turning up for the coaching calls. Yeah. And you are at your lowest ebb because you're trying to juggle everything. So yeah, I think that's a great, it's great to get those, the, the do or die things in and then the next, the next level things and the next level things. And yes. then you have the gaps and you can look at the gaps and go, well, what can I realistically achieve? Because again, I think a lot of copywriters get overwhelmed. You know, they want to do all the things. Once you've got that all mapped out, yeah, maybe you can pick one uh, personal development event to go to in the next year. And you can pick one course that you would like to do. Don't do five or six. Pick one course and do it well. Yeah, that's what I do. I I think I do a course a year and go to a conference a year. 
Well, I don't do have, uh, do any courses and I go to about 72 conferences, but, <laughs> <laughs> but for, for your average copywriter, I think that's realistic. One course, one event maybe, and then maybe, you know, try to think of one major marketing thing you could do every three months. Like maybe you're going to set up your lead gen and your email in the first yes. quarter. In the second quarter, maybe you're going to put together like a simple ebook uh, that you're going to spruik a particular niche that you do. In the third quarter, you might say, my goal is to try and get on one podcast and talk about copywriting or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. But just be a bit more realistic uh, rather than starting the year thinking, I'm going to do all these things and then ending the year having done Nothing. Yeah. And you know, for most of us, we have like school holidays and things like that are a huge part of our year. So I think when you have them on a calendar in your workspace that you can look at it, then you can plan around then. Mm -hmm. And you don't say yes to this huge copywriting project, which kind of sounds exciting, but you just cannot do without losing your mind because it's school holidays. Yeah. And I love that idea of kind of, you know, because we're talking about launches and things like that, but, you know, setting yourself some big marketing goals. I love that, especially if there's things you want to achieve. And I think it's going to tap in nicely with our mastermind conversation. But are you making any big changes to how you work in 2020? Like you mentioned a few different kind of mindset shifts with your school holidays. Is there Mm. any other ways you're changing how you work each day? Yeah. So, you know, I, I guess my word scale was a couple of years ago and that's Mm. when I kind of ramped things up. So that's changing the way I work in a couple of different ways. One, I really have now handed over a lot of the day-to-day admin of my business to my VA team. um, And I've stopped dipping in and trying to get involved because I cause more havoc than I uh, (laughs) help. I've also got a member of staff now for two days a week, uh, to really mostly focus on the podcast, which is a big investment for me, uh, the recipe podcast, and, and this one as well, helping with the episodes that I look after on my own. And also I'm launching my own Kate Toon podcast. So I've got someone dedicated to doing that, which is a big investment because there's no clear return on investment on that, but there mm. kind of is, like I know. I'm also being a lot more thoughtful about the events I agree to speak at and really being clear, is the audience in the room my audience? Am I doing it because it's going to help my business or is it ego? Um, Thinking even about the podcasts I speak on. And really, I guess what I've changed is I used to be the CFO, the CEO, the COO, the accountant, the marketer, the toilet cleaner and Mm -hmm. uh, everything in my business. And I think what I'm really changing to now is I'm the creative director. I, because the one thing I've never been able to outsource well is the actual writing bit. I know you've had some success, but not huge. So my time now is creating content, writing content, turning up and being the, the figurehead of my business rather than worrying about um, you know, that line 72 in zero hasn't been reconciled Yes, uh, because you can't do everything. Um, and so that's a big shift for me because I didn't really want to let go of that. And I think if you really want to scale, a lot of scaling is letting go and accepting yes. imperfection and accepting that people won't do things quite the way you do them, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's, those are my big changes. I think, what about you? What are you changing? I love that. Well, definitely outsourcing more. I'm really committing to, <laughs> I've been having some conversations with my VA, Kirsty, saying, I'm going to, I need you to do more stuff. And she's you know, like, I've been trying to do yeah, more stuff. That's it. <laughs> Let me. 
Yeah, so I need to outsource more um, of that, as you said, the, the daily admin stuff, which doesn't take long and it's not complicated, but I, you know, it's very much a do as I say, not do as I do when it comes to outsourcing. So I do want to outsource more because my time should be sent, spent on creating content and valuable products and and interacting with people because that's why you know people in the membership I want to be able to help and support them and I can't do Mm. that when I'm faffing around with um, video production or right you know scheduling social media and stuff so there's outsourcing more um, really knuckling down on my productivity and time management because you know I've got little ones I do only have two days of childcare, so I'm thinking about maybe adding a third day but I need to make sure that that child-free time is really strong on production so I've been gearing Mm. up with that kind of stuff and you know I have good processes but sometimes I do get distracted and I faff and I just can't do that if I want to achieve all the things that I'm doing. And the last one is I'm going to try and cut out evening meetings except for things like the mastermind because, we, you know, we're going to rock different time zones and things like the pod because when people book one-on-one sessions with me through my Pick My Brain page, they can access a lot of my calendar. I've, I've made it too available and I have weeks where I have meetings every night from Ooh. 8 till 10. Gosh. And that's, I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore, Simon. No. And he went, yeah, well, you know you're in control of your calendar. <gasps> yeah. yeah, I am. That so a, that's my that big thing. That was a big thing. That's such a big thing. That's something I decided last year. So I only do one late night a week now, which to me is 6 o'clock, and I'll do 6 till 7, and that's all I can do because I am at my very worst late in the evening, and I resent mm. it, and I spend all day f- feeling happy and then remembering I've got that late night thing and it just makes me feel miserable and hey a little suggestion to you Belinda something you can think about the one-on-one sessions you see I really really rarely do those now because I have a membership and I have coaching calls and people can have access to me that way but getting one-on-one with me like to give someone an hour what could I do in that hour that I could be you know that could help 30 people or 40 people or 50 people so I really limited that down and I doubled the price and sometimes people will still pay that but the price is there as a discouragement to a degree um, but also as a representation of you know if, you, if, if, if someone's paying X amount for an hour of you, and this goes for copywriters too, like I, I have a, a friend who's a web developer and he charges the same amount to train someone as he does to do an hour of work. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> your one-on-one session time should be two, three, four, five, six times your hourly rate. Yeah. Because in an hour, someone could squeeze out of me like 10 years worth of experience and ideas. You know, a few pertinent questions could absolutely change some, the way that someone does their, runs their business. Yes. So that one-on-one session time, I reckon that's got to go, especially because of... Yeah, drum roll. Mastermind. The mastermind. Can we talk about that now? So We can. You go. You, okay. Do you want to start or shall I start? You start. You start. Okay, so regular listeners will have heard us mention that we're going to be running a mastermind stroke coaching program. The naming we're going to talk about because it means different things to different people in different countries. So that we'll go through that. But a lot of you are already on the wait list. We've actually had a ludicrous amount of people sign up to the wait list, which is fantastic. If you haven't, head to hotcopypodcast.com and look for the mastermind menu option. But essentially what this is, is something that Belinda and I have wanted to do, I think, for three or four years. And it is really dedicate our time to helping a select group of people 
absolutely transform their copywriting business. Yes. So yes, we have this podcast, we have memberships, we have resources and templates, but I want to watch someone's journey from yo to go and help them at each stage. I want to be there for them every week to say, hey, how's this going? What did you do? How did you respond to that email? How did that pitch go? Yeah. Well, try this and tweak that. So essentially what it is, is a six-month program during which Belinda and I will help you like grow your copywriting business. But more than that, uh, it's, we want you to not just scale your business, but enjoy your business. Yes. And each month we're going to give you different things. We're going to have a, a, a training session. So we have like a six point plan on how to be a successful copywriter. Yeah. You'll have to head yeah. to the sales page to see that. I'm not going to tell you what that is just yet. But each month we'll have a training on that particular point in the plan. We'll have Q&A sessions, hot seat sessions where we'll be in a very small group and we'll talk about your individual challenges. Um, but also we'll have the group where we'll be in there every day, pitching, giving advice, giving tips, talking yes. through things. Um, Belinda, I can hear you're desperate to join it. What, what, what else are we doing? Yes, tell us, tell us, tell us. I'm just like, yes, yes. I'm getting so excited. Just like it sounds, I sound silly, but I, we really are very excited about this. And one of the things Kate and I have talked about is, you know, we're going to be teaching a lot of things and there's going to, as you said, the training session, lots of time to ask questions. There's going to be hot seats. But like you just said, we're going to be in this private Facebook group. We're going to be scooping up questions between the Q&As and we're going to be doing Facebook lives. And we've been talking about how we can make ourselves really available to people and really help them in a way that kind of works for everyone's schedule too. So, you know, the, the whole concept of this thing, because, you know, you said mastermind or coaching program, and we've had a bit of a to and fro on this where, mm-hmm. you know, a coaching program is obviously training. A mastermind is often more about accountability and ideas. And we were like, it's kind of both. It's both. We want it to yeah. be both. Um, you know, and we want it to be about peer group support but also us helping you as much as possible because we're not going to pretend we've got all the answers, but really amazing things happen when you get together in a group. And I'm, I mean, I'm part of a few things and I love being part of groups where I'm learning from everyone else in the group as well. So absolutely. Yeah. That Um, access to us is going to be a big, a big selling point. But also just being on a journey with other people who are in a similar position um, yes. is going to be great. For me, I think that the phrase that comes into my mind a lot is closing the loop. Like yeah. I want to like see someone do their proposal and I want to give them advice on it and how to price the job based on this, that, and the other. Then I want to see the email they get from the client and how they handle that. Then how does the first draft go? How could they improve that? The second draft, the third draft, the fourth, all the way through, like really be able to tweak it at each stage so that they're not just learning a rote process or watching a video on how to do blah de blah Yeah. It's that, it's that, wouldn't you just love to be able to show someone everything as you go? Yes. And go, is this okay? Is this okay? That's what I would, I mean, I would have died for something like this when I started copywriting. It didn't exist. Oh my God, yes. Of course, now there are other, well, let's be honest, there are other masterminds and coaching programs out there and some of you may be in them. And I guess a lot of why you choose a particular product is the people in it. And Belinda and I, if you, you know, if you're listening now, either you love us or you hate us. If you're still listening, I don't know why, if you hate us, but um, <laughs> I think we bring, I think we bring very different approaches. Often people say, you're good cop and I'm bad cop. I don't think that's true. No. I, think you, I think you can be bad cop as well. And um <clears throat> People also say that you're the serious one and I'm the funny one. If you've met Belinda, she's actually funnier than me in real life. <laughs> um, 
But I think, you know, you are very, we've always talked about this in the pod. You have, you've done a lot of courses. You've read a lot of books. You're yep. more traditionally trained than I am. I'm not, you know, uh, but I have had the agency experience and the project management experience. So we bring different things together and, and it's kind of a beautiful a beautiful monster. That's how I'm going to describe yeah, it. Yeah, that's I love that. And I love the fact that, you know, that we we've heard from people who listen to the pod who go, I love it when you two don't actually agree on the process. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like we fight, but we have different ways of doing things. And that's that's going to be a really valuable insight as well because there's not just one way to get it done. No. I'm really excited about a moment, and I hope this happens a lot, where people tackle something that they would have been a little afraid to do. Yes. And they do it and they learn from it. So it might be like oh, a type of copywriting project that they yeah. would, wouldn't have been brave enough to take on and they've shied away from or maybe building their profile or just I want to I really challenge people to do more than they're doing. And that's, some people are going to find this really hard, but that's the Mm, point, right? That is the point. And one of the things that I'm really excited about is, you know, that person that manages to cut down the time they spend on a copywriting job by 50%, because I've seen that happen. And the person that finally quotes a five-figure quote and doesn't feel weird about it. And then next they get a five-figure retainer and they don't feel weird about it. You know, breaking those financial ceilings and not you know, reducing your quote before you've even sent it, having financial confidence, and then also the ability to fire a client, the ability to school and train a client to be the kind of client you want them to be. Yes. And then for me, a big thing, which is something that obviously I focused on for the last two years, building that personal brand. So you become the go-to person for your niche. And that's what we really want to help people do as well. So when people think of medical copywriting, they think of blah. When they hear about, you know, real estate copywriting, they think of blah. And you are just top of mind. And that is a real skill that I think we can pass on in in the mastermind. Yeah, Let's talk about the the retreat. Because that's the bit we're really excited about. Yeah. You you tell them about this because I've I've dominated. Okay. So this is going to be three days in Byron Bay, which is fantastic. So I'm coming out from the U.S., to Australia. We're going to have three full days together in Byron Bay. Like when we're talking about like a Friday, a Thursday night, a Friday, a Saturday, and then everyone will chuff off on Sunday. But it's going to be all staying together, hanging out, having a laugh, but we're also going to be kind of checking in on where everyone's at and what they want to do next because it's it's going to be, you know, towards the end of the mastermind, middle to end. So we'll still have some time together and we want to use that time to go, all right, what have you done and where are you going? But this is the bit I'm kind of excited about is we're going to have a real uh, special session on personal branding. So we're going to have, you know, we're going to talk about writing a video script for yourself, um, ways that you can incorporate your personal branding into everything you do and create a distinct personal brand. Because when we're all starting as copywriters, we, we all sound the same. So that kind of like, you know, building your positioning, building your personal branding, we're going to write a video script or you can have a headshot session. So we're going to have a little makeover kind of thing and we're going to have someone in and professionally record a video or have professional headshots done if you haven't already got them, which you should do already. But, you know, there's this, there's this also this part of personal branding. And this is where I'm going to get into my full woo woo, where we're a bit worried about stepping into that. 
and we're worried about what it's going to make us look like or what it is. So we're going to kind of unpack that because this will be the threshold where you, you know, hopefully leave behind some of the fears you have around personal branding and really step into it. So that'll be, we're kind of, it'll be a mix of work and fun, but we're going to have breakfast together and dinner together and drinking well, let together. Me just, I want to stop you right there because I'm just going to put my hand up for all the introverts who are listening. Mm. One really, really important thing about our retreat is we are going to have time where you don't have to be together. Oh, God, you're yeah. You have your own room. <laughs> you're going to have your own room. There's going to be time apart. It's not going to be like trust exercises and enforced frivolity. 6 a.m. running. <laughs> no, nah, we're not going to be making dream catches and, you know, aligning our chakras although if you want to do that you can do that too is Byron Bay and did you know that Thor lives in Byron Bay so yeah there is a chance of us meeting Chris Hemsworth so yeah I think that's really important and you know you mentioned that the 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 branding shots like I think most people at the level that they'll want to do the mastermind will probably have a few headshots having a few headshots is not what personal branding is about no you need hundreds and hundreds of photos you almost need to have what I call an Instagram shoot where you do have a photo of you we're not going to have those ones where you blow confetti out of your hands because they make me vomit but we are you know you need to have such a variety of shots of you writing talking you know looking like you're speaking looking like you're helping someone that I think everybody will get something out of that but the video I think is that I think you're right when that kind of stepping into your brand, doing a video is quite confronting. Yeah. Um, and I think we can really help people with that. So it's going to be super exciting. I think we should identify who this is for. Oh, yeah. Because you're listening to this thinking it's exciting, but is it right for me? And I think we would say that this is for copywriters who've been in business for a few years. You know, if you, if you really want to do it and you've just started out, that's your call. But, you know, we, we won't be doing some of the really foundational things like you should have a website. We'll assume you already have one but maybe it could be better. Mm. Uh, you know, you should, you should be able to basically write, you know? So we're really looking for copywriters who have a relatively consistent pipeline of work, pipeline of work, but maybe they're feeling a bit frazzled. Maybe they're not charging enough. Maybe they, they want to get bigger and better clients. Maybe they want to um, employ people, subcontract. They want to work with agencies or they want to, you know, but the other thing I should say is this is not for people who want to become a celebrity copywriter. Mm-mm. necessarily. It's for people who just want to have a more successful copywriting business, whatever that means to you. Yes. Now, that could mean just, you know, earning, you know, 200 grand a year without stressing your pants off and working with clients you like. It could mean employing three people as subcontractors and taking more of a project management role, or it could mean speaking, writing books and podcasting. It's different for every person. Yeah. And so, we can't tell yeah. you what that looks like for you. No, but we'll help you get there. I think yeah. we'll help you work that out because often when you have those options put in front of you, uh, I had that recently with somebody I was coaching and I was like, well, let, we'll do this. Here's your plan. And they sat with it for a month. They came back. You went, you know what? I really thought I wanted this but I don't. And I feel so much better about what I'm actually doing. I just want to do that better. I don't want to do the fancy stuff. I uh-huh. just want to do what I'm doing without crying every day at my desk. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and so what we're talking about, training, support, accountability. And that's Whoop. where the mastermind really comes in. That's what a mastermind's about. It's about getting ideas and implementing. And this is a shortcut. To be honest, I love shortcuts. That's what I want. That's why, you know, I join things and I take courses because I'm like, I need to know how to do this. So I'm going to go to the expert and I'm going to learn. And that's what this kind of thing is about. It's about being around people who have more experience, who can show you and can teach you and can support you and help you implement. That's really the big thing. And so 
over six months, we'll become best friends and then we'll have the retreat as well. And I think it's, I th- I'm really excited to see who is ready to invest in this way because it's not just a cashola investment. This is six months of time. Yeah. And you need to commitment. keep showing up. It's a commitment. And, you know, we want people who are committed because we want people who are going to succeed and, and all of that. And I just want to say something because I'm going to be honest, Belinda and I felt a bit weird talking about this on the podcast. You may have noticed throughout our entire time doing this podcast, we, you know, we vaguely mentioned that we have courses and masterminds, but we have never actually promoted anything we've done. We've never done an ad. You've never received an email from Hot Coffee about any of the courses and things that we do because we did always want to keep this separate. Mm. Um, and so if you're thinking, God, this episode is such an infomercial. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. It kind of is because we're ready now. We'll be honest. We've evolved a lot. We've totally worked out how to work together um, and worked out each other's strengths and, and weaknesses. And we are so ready for this to be successful that we felt like, you know what? We're going to step into our hot copy brand. You don't have to pick between us anymore. Yeah. We are a homogenous beasts. Um, as I said, a beautiful monster and we're proud of this and we're excited. So hence the episode. So I hope it doesn't feel too icky. I don't want to apologize for it, but do you know what I mean, Belinda? That's right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you for listening. (laughs) (laughs) So we are launching in early 2020. Gosh, we've had a wonderful struggle putting together the sales page together. We're going to do an episode on how to write together. Boy, it's been challenging. Um, But Yeah. yeah, yeah, Keep a look at, and if you haven't signed up to the waitlist, join it. It doesn't mean that you're going to be, you know, bombarded with 72,000 emails because that's not how we roll. You know, we want people who want to do this. We'll send a couple of emails. And if you're not in, you're not in. We're not going to, we're not going to shove this down your throat. Mm. So if you're just even just a little bit intrigued, uh, sign up. Um, it might not be right for you now. We're hoping this is a great success. We hope to run it again in 2021 and into the future. Um, but we'll see how the first year goes. But we're yeah. But we're looking, you know, we'll be probably sending out emails to say, look, that it's open now. Go and have a look at it. Go and check it out. And it's an application process, right? So we're only accepting eight people and we're going to curate the group really, yes. really strongly so that it's, we're a good, you're a good fit for us and we're a good fit for you, but you're a good fit for each other as well. We want a really positive dynamic to the group. So everyone, if you're interested, you'll submit an application. And then there's going to be a little interview, not a stressful one, but just a kind of like, hey, are we going to get on together? And what do you want out of this? Because some people I think will get really excited, but they're not necessarily ready. Yeah. And I want to say again, stress with that, like we're not doing the whole thing where we won't tell you the price until you've applied. We're putting the price fully up front. We're proud of our price. It represents great value. And the application process is not to weed out good copywriters from bad or anything like that. Again, it's totally about us. I think hopefully you've got this through the podcast. Through the podcast, <laughs> Belinda and I aren't, you know, money grabbing beasts. We don't want anyone here who's not really going to achieve something from this. So we might say to you that we don't think you're ready, or we might, you might, through the process of really talking to us about what's going to be involved, go. You know what? I, I don't have time for that right now in my life. It's not a good time. Um, so yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to put you off applying. I think everyone should apply. Um, it's not about weeding people out. It's more about fit, as Belinda said. So yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, it is going to be good. But look, let's, should we wrap up our infomercial? We should. We should. We should. I guess we are just excited about 2020. We're changing the way that we work. Belinda's scaling. I'm keeping on, keeping on. 
but the thing that we're most excited about is the mastermind. So yeah, we'll wrap it up there and I guess we'll do our usual outro. You ready? Yeah, yeah I am. So here we go. <laughs> Regular listeners will know that this is the time we read out a review on the show. And I have a great one here from Rishi T612 from the USA. And Rishi T612 says, I tried almost all of them. Hot copy is the best. I swear you don't even need to be a copywriter to enjoy it. They're so funny. Oh, thank you, Rishi T. Um, <laughs> real people that give you tips you can put into practice the second you take your headphones off. I can't tell you how many times I've hit the pause button in order to write down something that I need to implement in my business or my writing. Oh, Evan, you left a real name that I missed. So Rishi T612 is actually Evan Postia from Minnesota. Thank you very oh my much, God. Evan. That just gave me goosebumps, Evan. Isn't really that a great happy. one? That was a great way to start my Monday morning. I feel a bit weepy. Thank you very oh. much. And thanks to everyone for listening. We hope you've had a great year listening to Hot Copy. I know, you know, the the schedule became a little, has become a little dicey towards the end of the year, but we know, (laughs) we know, I really, really appreciate that you're still listening and we have a really good schedule lined up from January. So, you know, we've got a lot of really great stuff coming. So if you like the show, leave a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. We're also on Spotify, but when you leave a rating and review we bump up a little bit in ratings and that means other people can find us when they're doing their little searches so if you've got comments or you want to check out you know the the resources and stuff like that associated with our pods head to hotcopypodcast.com and also get on the mastermind waitlist even if you're just a tiny little bit interested so kate until next everyone until next time happy writing and kate Merry Merry Christmas! Christmas. Thanks for listening right to the end. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy my two other podcasts. I have one called The Recipe for SEO Success, which is all about SEO tips, advice, and helping you grapple the Google beast. And my other, The Confessions of a Misfit Entrepreneur, which is all about dealing with the stresses of running your own business. You can find both of them on iTunes and Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts.